Welcome to Attorney Heart, the podcast focused on bringing awareness to and promoting attorney well-being. Join Attorney Heart as you embark on a journey to improve the quality of your professional and personal life. And now, here's your host, Fernando Flores. Looking up, there's always sky. Rest your head, I'll take you high. We won't fade into darkness. Hi, everyone. This is Fernando Flores, your host of Attorney Heart. Thank you for joining me on another episode. And I'm so excited that you're listening in for this one. This is a really important one. I was actually, uh, this was a request from a law student. And I wanted to make sure that I covered the topic because it's definitely an important one. And um, basically, it's the imposter syndrome. And you might recognize it through phrases like, I'm a phony, I'm a fraud. What am I doing here? How in the world did I get to where I am? I'm a sham. I'm a scam. I'm going to be found out. I'm not who they think I am. I'm going to fall. I'm going to be rejected. I do not have the experience that they think I have. What gives me the right to be here? I shouldn't be here. So these are very, very powerful words that we often use to limit ourselves. And the American Psychology Association notes that by definition, most people with imposter feelings suffer in silence. Most people don't talk about it. Part of the experience is that they're afraid that they're going to be found out. Many people who feel like imposters grew up in families that placed a big emphasis on achievement. Imposter feelings are generally accompanied by anxiety and often depression. So what happens a lot of times is when we feel all these different sentiments, it causes us to overinvest excessive hours into trying to accomplish a certain goal, even though you might already have a hold of the information that you need to be able to achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve. But you continue to work at it because you feel that you may, you, you may not be enough. You may not have done enough. And so you're doubting your skills, you're doubting your abilities, you're doubting your strengths, right? And so I wanted to compile a list and I literally scoured, I mean, close to a hundred different tips and, you know, um, just suggestions as to how to be able to push back on this mindset. Because at the end of the day, it is a mindset. It, there's thoughts that are coming up in your mind that are creating certain emotions right? And your ability to be able to push back is really important. So just like those thoughts come up, right? And they say, I'm a fraud. You can also say, I'm not a fraud. I know what I'm doing here. I know how I got here. It was through a lot of work. I'm not a sham. I'm not a scam. I'm not going to be found out, right? I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid of rejection. So you can also push back. And so these are going to be some tips. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it into a, a two-part series just so that, you know, we don't make it too long of a video or an audio. But um, the three tips that I've come up with so far, and in the next one, I'm going to give you another, I don't know, four or five tips because I'm going to just compile them into the most powerful uh, suggestions that you can use in a very practical level um, so that you, you, know, you can continue moving forward with any of that goal that you set for yourself without necessarily having to be 
held back by any of these sentiments, okay? So let's get right into it. Tip number one, become self-aware of how it shows up in your mind. Everybody has a different flavor of the imposter syndrome. And you have to learn how to acknowledge what language and communication you have with yourself in this situation. So I brought up a lot of different examples at the beginning, um, or whether it's I'm a fraud, I'm a sham, I'm a phony, whatever it is. Give it awareness and then label it, literally. Call it your imposter mini-me. And whenever your imposter mini-me comes up, thank it. Tell it, all right, I appreciate you coming up and trying to protect me, because that's ultimately what it's trying to do. It sees something that you are about to take on as a threat, and you could just tell it, hey, I don't, imposter mini-me, I don't need you right now, right? I'm driving the bus. I'm the one that's in charge right now. And I don't need you to take the wheel and just start wrecking havoc everywhere, right? So to some degree, what this is going to do, it's going to help you bring down the volume on all those different statements that are coming up. And so you, at this point, have to recognize that you have a choice. It's either you do this particular way of putting down the volume on your imposter mini-me so that it doesn't make you feel like a mini version of it, or you end up you know putting the volume down on it so that it becomes a mini version of yourself so again it's either you turn the imposter within you into a mini version of yourself or the imposter syndrome is going to turn you into a mini version of itself and cause you to always always play it small so think about it those are the choices that you have and the more that you start working you know, if you're, if this is coming up often for you, then you have an opportunity to work on this often, right? So just keep that in mind. The imposter mini me, try it out, see if it works for you. All right, let me give you another tip. Tip number two, write down the evidence. As a law student, as an attorney, write down the evidence. You're attorney, you're evidence-based. And take a second to write down every strength, every personal skill, every personal ability, that you have relied on so far in your life to get you to where you are? Is it grit? Is it, is it self-discipline? Is it consistency? Is it versatility? Is it positivity? Is it enthusiasm? Is it trustworthiness? Is it dedication? Is it patience? Is it genuineness, right? Is it love? Are you a good writer, a good speaker, a solid researcher, an awesome interviewer? You connect well with others. All right, just write them down. And once you've written them all down, then ask yourself, how can I use these strengths? How can I use these personal skills? How can I use these abilities to work through the challenge that I am now facing or that I am about to face? Typically, your mini imposter shows up again when you have this new challenge coming up and it's telling you, no, you can't achieve it. I'm sorry, you can try to tell me anything that you want, but you can't achieve it, right? So it could be anything from a law school exam to the bar, to your first trial, to your first appellate argument, to the first time you do a deposition, to the first time that you argue in the, you know, wherever. So it's, it's telling you that you cannot, that you shouldn't, that you mustn't, but you have, you can, you will, and you must. All right. So that's tip number two. Tip number three. Connect with a trusted friend, family, or mentor. Sometimes we just need a few encouraging 
positive, supportive, supportive words to remind us of the powerful, strong person that you are at your core. Because if you're listening to this podcast, I mean, think about it, Attorney Heart, you have most likely accomplished so much already in your life, right? And you have to be able to put things in perspective. You have to be able to connect with someone sometimes to be able to do that, right? Because you're in it, you're, you're in ground zero. You are pushing through tears, sweat, blood, whatever it is. And so once you connect with an ally, right, it will help you remember, you know, who you are at your core. Once you connect with this trusted ally, you know, there's absolutely no need to suffer in silence and harboring those secret fears, stressors, anxiety, it's not going to help you. So talk to a trusted friend, mentor, your partner, a coach, or a therapist. And even, or even better, you can talk to all of those, right? So that you don't necessarily have to drain one of your close relationships by always going to that person for that support. You, you have to be mindful of that as well. So um, these right now have been the three tips that I've been able to, to develop so far. And in the next, uh, you know, in the second part, I'm going to give you another, another several tips. But I hope that these are helpful. Uh, I would love to hear your feedback on them. Um, and also, I wanted to invite you on April 7th. I'm hosting a, an emotional well-being mastermind where we're going to talk about some of these topics as well. Uh, it's going to be a, a small, live, intimate event uh, held in Berkeley. And if you want to register, just email me, imatternow at gmail.com, and I can give you the registration information. And would love to continue you know, providing you some tips and, and skills related to how, remain, how to remain emotionally balanced, um, how to build emotional fortitude, grit, as you continue to face all the challenges that you are facing every day. Um, so with that, I want to thank you for listening in on another episode of Attorney Heart. I really appreciate you and I hope to connect with you very soon and have a great day and the rest of your week and catch you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Hi, everyone. Fernando here again to thank you for listening in to another Attorney Heart episode. If you like this episode, please make sure to give it a thumbs up. And if it can benefit anyone that you know, please share it. Attorney Heart is brought to you by iMatterNow. I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W. Please make sure to check our website at iMatterNow.com. Again, I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W.com. And join iMatterNow's Facebook page. Follow us for future events and additional resources. Every day presents an opportunity to engage in self-care. And remember that it is not selfish to take care of your well-being. It is necessary. So take care and connect with you on the next Attorney Heart episode.